We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We had another super chat from Call Me Ty. Ty, thank you so much. Hit us with a way too early dream 2025 recruiting class. Oh, Ty, I love All these right. questions. Man. So, Ryan, this is going to be like super fun, and no one better like write this down and be like, well, you said that you thought they were going to get so-and-so because I'll tell you right now, there are guys that Notre Dame will land in the 2025 class that as of right now do not have scholarship offers and are probably right. names you know, we've never heard of or have heard yes. very little about from an associated with Notre Dame standpoint. But let's have some fun with this as far as like what we know right now, what would be a dream class. And so let's say one quarterback, one running back, three receivers, two tight ends. Let's go four offensive linemen. That's 11 on offense. Right. And then let's go four defensive linemen. Let's go three linebackers, two corners, two safeties. So 11 on both sides of the ball. So we'll just go 22 and just have some fun with it. Right. Yep. So that way we have to make some decisions. So quarterback Ryan, I think you and I are on the same page. I would imagine Deuce Knight. Deuce Knight's baby. Yeah. Every time I hear Brian Smith talk about him more, Brian, I even get more excited about Deuce because like I've said this before and I truly believe it. If you told me three, four years from now, if we have this conversation of Deuce Knight ended up or five years ago, I guess. And I was talking about 2025 kids. But if you told me Deuce Knight ends up being the best quarterback out of this group long-term in college, I believe you, man. Right. I mean, that kid has some tantalizing upside. Six four and a half, six five, athletic, strong arm. Technical aspects obviously are going to improve as only being a sophomore in high school. And when he doesn't have to play hero ball at the time, because that's what he does a lot, obviously, in Loosedale, Mississippi, whether he ends up with Notre Dame or Tennessee or somewhere else, I think the kid has star potential. I really do. So, yes, Deuce Knight would be my pick without question. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Running back, I'm going to go with Justin Thurman simply because yeah. I wouldn't say he's the best running back on the board, but I think yeah. he's the best complement to what you have. He is a dynamic slasher with big time speed. Yeah. If you wanted to go with Usman Chroma, I would be okay with that. But I really like the idea of adding some home run speed a year after landing Kedron Young and and uh Aeneas Williams. Because they're still let's just say hypothetically that Jeremiah Love is just so good out of the backfield catching the ball that they yeah. just decide someday to move him to receiver. You lose that running back speed. Let's say Justin or Jeremiah sprains an ankle or something like that and he's out for some time i want to still have the home run hitter now kedron young can hit a home run for his size right but he's not like a chris tyree type and i, I don't think justin thurman has chris tyree speed not many do but he yeah. is really fast he'd be my guy at running back uh, and I, I he was going to be one of the two i was going to mention i love these ex- exercises because i think the biggest thing for me in these questions called me ty is you guys want to hear names, right? Like you don't want to just hear one guy and just get your hopes up and just know only right. one person in recruiting. And Brian just nailed the two guys that I would talk about. It's Justin Thurman, again, out of the state of Florida, Tampa Jesuit, dynamic speed, incredibly explosive player, was sharing the workload, obviously, last year with the senior. This year in 2023, we expect him to be the guy. And I actually just wrote in a mailbag earlier, Brian, like I just think that right now, Everyone except for one platform has him as a three-star player. And I just think betting on this athlete is what I would do right now. I know that the workload isn't a lot. I know the production isn't where, you know, where some of these guys are at this point because he's had to share the volume. But I think this kid's going to explode from a recruiting ranking perspective. And I agree. I think that his skill set is very much needed to continue to bolster with guys like Jeremiah Love on the running back room. So he would be one. And then Usman Chroma would be my other guy, obviously, out of – State of Virginia, um, state of Georgia, excuse me. I almost said state of Virginia. I almost gave Virginia love. I can't do that unnecessarily. No. Um, but it doesn't yes. need it doesn't need additional un, un, un uh, deserved love. I get plenty of yes. it anyway. Exactly. A guy at running back that I'd like people to keep their eye on too is Daniel Anderson. As far yeah. not not from a Notre Dame standpoint, but just from a talented a talent standpoint, he's a really talented kid that went to Notre Dame's camp, earned an offer at camp, and is starting to blow up a little bit. Partly yeah. thanks to Notre Dame offering him, but his film is really impressive. It, it, it is. is. I mean, there's We're, a lot of nice running backs on this board. I mean, Anthony yeah. Rogers, who's committed to Alabama now, Brian. I remember we talked about yeah. him as the game's turbo. That kid is yeah. good. Man. Yeah, he's, he's got some juice good. now, boy. He's got <laughs> some juice. I'm going to oh. call an audible. We're going to go to four receivers. Okay. Okay. So we're going to bring in four receivers. So for me, it's easy. My number one's Taylor Taylor. That that is that is arguably him and Deuce Knight, in my opinion, are arguably the two top must get players in the class on yeah. offense. Like there, there's no question about it. He is a big time talent, and he's a different skill set than they have much of. Like he's a more explosive version of Caleb Smith, and they don't have any other anybody else like that other than Caleb Smith on the roster. And you'd now spread those two guys out. And here's here's something crazy to think about. And we always we always do these things. When when Taylor Taylor shows up to college, Caleb Smith will be a junior. Like that's, that's just wild. how crazy this whole thing is. But yeah. uh, he is a big time musket guy, Ryan. I lo- I love Dalen McCutcheon. He is yes. a really good route runner, good athlete, but just knows how to play the game. Like he's just one of those kids that may not have 
like elite physical tools. Like he's not six four. He's not like a yeah. four three. He is, but he's he is still a, a pretty good athlete. But he is just kid knows how to play the game, man. For, Com- for a sophomore. Comp for him, Brian. I'm not saying he'll he'll turn into quite as productive a player as this, but he reminds me a lot of Jackson Smith and Jigba. Like gives me those vibes yeah. all yeah. day. The route I was running, actually thinking a little bit control. like yeah. I was thinking an Ohio State receiver, but I was going a different direction. Not quite as okay. fast, but he has a lot of Garrett Wilson vibes to me as far as how he plays the game. You know, yeah. outside receiver. That type of guy can do a lot of good things. Um, can also play some slot, which I think Garrett yeah. can as well. So Dalen McCutcheon's another one. And then my third, Ryan, it's 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 a pick'em between <laughs> three guys. Give me one of Derek Meadows, Cooper Perry, or Quincy Porter. Give me one of those three guys. And then my number four is Jerome Pettis Jr. So gotta get the legacy in there. But look, <laughs> I, I like having a bigger receiver. I think Derek Meadows has elite size athleticism combination he just is yeah. raw and doesn't catch the ball super great sure. uh, which can be worked on i love cooper perry we've talked a lot about him and then quincy porter is a big sort of a miles boykin type of young receiver you know that's probably the best comparison i'd give to him yeah so those those are three guys that give me one of them to go with Dalen mccutcheon and taylor taylor jerome bettis jr and i am fired up about notre dame wide receiver recruiting i, I like the miles boykin Quincy Porter comparison. I think that their body types are very, very similar and they win in a lot of the same way. So I'm, I'm there for that one. I mean, you hit on most of mine, actually all of mine, just in, you know, kind of a different order. Taylor and Taylor, we've talked about at nauseum, obviously out of Geneva community in the state of Illinois, fantastic football player has some inside outside versatility. And honestly, this whole class has a little bit of inside outside as far as yeah. the guys I'm picking. I mean, Dalen McCutcheon, I think is a guy that could play inside. He could play outside. He could do a little bit of both to the field. I think that Cooper Perry is a very comparable player to how Cooper Cup wins. And I think that he could work in the slot. I think he could do enough outside to be able to separate with his running chops. And I think he's a pretty good athlete, man. Like a little bit of an underrated athlete, in my opinion. So those three for sure. And then, you know, after that, I'm taking a gamble on kind of the size profile and a little bit of the speed profile. Like if that is ends up being a... Quincy Porter, I'm good with that. If it's a Derek Meadows, I'm good with that. And then you obviously you mentioned Jerome Bettis Jr. as well, who is six two plus. Actually, told me he's closer to six foot three now, and at this time, and hopefully he takes a big step as a junior because there's a lot of traits to work with, and it looks like he had a really good offseason. So I'm really good he takes summer. A big step yeah. this season because his sophomore film was not great, Ryan. It yeah. it was a lot like Bryce Young's. I mean, Bryce Young's sophomore film was like, this kid doesn't have – he's not that good right now, but there's some things to work with. But then you watch his his camp film. He was at the Rivals camp and some other places and things like that, and you see a much, much better player. Tight end, yeah. I think, is pretty easy, Ryan. It's Nate Roberts and James, James Flanagan. That's my that's my group there. Yeah. Any, anybody different for you? Uh, no, I, I probably would have picked James as well as my second tight end. I, I am a very interested in AJIA out of California. I think he's a very interesting football player. I mean, there's a couple interesting guys in this list, but AJ, a really talented kid, obviously out of Orange Lutheran that was offered a, a couple months ago, who I would keep an eye on because he said a lot of good things about Notre Dame, but he's never been to Notre Dame yet. But James Flanagan would probably be my – he's a legacy, and he's also – just a very good player. <laughs> so forget about the legacy conversation for a second. So James going with Nate, who, you know, we've talked about this a ton, but I would not be shocked if 
several months from now during his junior season, if we're talking about Nate Roberts being a top 50 national player and potential five-star eventually, like I think he's that talented of a kid. Now dream classes, you know, some people view that differently. I, I look at it. I also want to be somewhat realistic. So when we go to the offensive line, I'm not going with David Sanders. Cause right now I don't view him as a realistic guy, you know, sure. yeah. uh, but that that's still a chance to have a great offensive line. So where I'm going with Ryan is this one. I'm going with Owen Strebig. Yep. I'm going with Rowan, uh, Rowan Byrne. I'm going with Maddie Augustine and I'm all going with Avery Gack. I can't go with Josh Petty yet because, again, I don't believe he's visited Notre Dame. And I, I think right now yes, that no. would that would be a surprise. So yep. And David Sanders, same way. So that's my four on the offensive line, Ryan. So Owen Strebig, which would be a home run. Rowan Byrne would be great. Matty Augustine is a low floor, very high ceiling guy. And then Avery Gack is also um, – could be Gatch. I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name. But he's really Gatch. 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 Okay. Yeah. He is really good. Big, And then to me, you'd have two pure tackles in – Owen Strebig and Matty Augustine. And then you'd have two yeah. tackles that could also play guard in, yeah. in uh, Rowan Byrne and Avery Gatch. Yep. So, well, um, yeah, be in, good. interesting. Cause obviously we'll have an interview with Rowan Byrne on the podcast soon, but interesting enough, he is a guy that the staff coach Rudolph has already talked about playing guard at the next level. He actually paired him, Brian, which I thought was kind of an interesting comparison. I don't know if I would say I'd love it, but he compared him to Tyler Biotish that actually ended up playing center for that for Wisconsin. I'm not sure if I really see it. And, and but I believe he got some center work at camp. Just which is to interesting. See if he snap. Yeah. So I mean that's that's a little bit of a taller center, but I mean Jared yeah. Patterson was a hair over six foot five playing center as well. So, you know, it's happening. Jared obviously. Patterson also does really short arms, which we didn't know about. I mean, it, yeah. they didn't look as short as they were, but they he wasn't like long, long. Right. So, yeah, it's an interesting one. But I, I do think Rowan Byrne eventually ends up as an inside guy. And then all of a sudden he's a really athletic inside guy instead of a pure yes. power player tackle. I, I, uh, that'd be one heck of an offensive line class. Well, and that, that was one sell that Coach Rudolph gave to Rowan was that in his system, it's not just, you know, your big molding presence are guys that just get thrown inside. He's like, we need athletes. You know, if you look at what he right. did, he said, when if you look at what I did at Wisconsin – we pulled a lot of guys. I mean, Tyler Biotish was a center that was getting pulled all the time in their system, obviously, because they do a lot of pin and pull stuff, a lot of buck sweet stuff out of that system. So I think getting offensive linemen interior to the perimeter is a big thing for Coach Rudolph, which will be interesting. So Rowan Byrne would absolutely be one. My number one guy would be Owen Strebig right now. You mentioned out of Wisconsin, two guys that we feel really good about where Notre Dame is with them. I would love to say Josh Petty because I think Josh Petty is one of the best yeah. offensive tackles I've seen on the board. But I agree yeah. with you; it's just until he gets to. I watched him recently, by the way, Ryan. You've told you've talked about him, so I watched him recently. He's very good. He can very move, good. Man. He can move. He yeah. is a pure left tackle type. But I just yes, again, yes. I don't, I don't view him as realistic uh, at the present moment. That's fair. Again, yep. things will change, right, folks? Yep. Things will change, but. Um, that's just where I'm at now. Honestly, Ryan, defensive line wise, I don't really have, I don't know where the heck they are with most defensive linemen. So I, I really don't have much of a list. So I'm just going to kind of, I mean, I know that they like Christopher Burgess. I'm going with him. Yep. I'm going with Bryce Davis, Davion Dixon. And that's about all that I really know right now, as far as guys that, I mean, maybe London Merritt, maybe as a potential Viper type, but I, I don't really know. Uh, Gus Ritchie, let's just say Gus Ritchie maybe is another candidate for there, but I really don't know who yeah. they're after, and I don't have a clue 
who's a realistic candidate right now, defensive tackle outside of Davion Dixon. I don't have a clue. Yeah, I really well, don't. So I, it, I don't know if I can pick a dream class outside of just say, okay, I want Dixon to stay in the class and Christopher Burgess. That's about it. I mean, Bryce Davis, I could say him because he likes their name, but again, kids never visited yet. So yeah, I, I don't know how realistic that is. I really don't have a clue. You know, you know, what's weird about this board right now for defensive line recruiting, Brian, too, is that, all the defensive ends that I would say Notre Dame has some traction with, most of them are strong side end types. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's not a ton of Vipers that I'm like, yeah, I, I see that guy. I mean, like, I would love to see CJ May, but like, you know, he's been to campus too. So that's a good right. sign. But again, he's an Alabama kid. Like, it's just trying to get the kid out so, of Alabama is not going to be the easiest thing. You know what, that, Ryan? Right? Let's, let's yeah. cheat a little bit here. I'm going to yeah. cheat a little bit. All right. So yeah. I'm going to go Christopher Burgess. I'm going to yep. go with him. I'm going to go with Gus Ritchie. Okay. I'm going to go with Davion Dixon. And then I'm going to say that between now and the time he arrives in college, Justin Hill is going to grow into a Viper. It's fair. And then that's going to be my four. I, so, I would love that. I would love that. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm since he has been the canvas, I'm going to see, say CJ May. So I'll say Burgess May. I would love to say Marshall, but we'll see. I, I mean, I wrote about that in the mailbag today. Like, I think there's interest, but I, I don't know how much I would say that there is right now. Davion Dixon. And I'm going to go with Jarquez Carter, Ryan out of Florida, who I think is a very good football player, and I would be ecstatic about having him. Again, mm-hmm. hasn't been to campus yet, but his offer list also isn't that impressive at this time yet either. So well, Notre Dame's, and Ryan – Reading yeah. the article you did, so folks, hint, hint. Ryan has an article at Irish Breakdown about Jar, uh, about uh, Mr. Carter. It's Jarquez, right? With Jarquez, yep. Jarquez yep. Carter. Yep. Or, you know, proofing that and getting that ready to publish. Ryan, he had some v- very positive things to say about Notre Dame, just beyond yeah. typical. Oh, you know, it's nice getting to know him and all those kind of things. So, yep. and then for those who are questioning my Justin Hill one, uh, Justin is a linebacker from Cincinnati. Yep. who is a very talented player. I just he's already listed like 64215 as a sophomore. Yeah, so he just like strikes him. me as a kid Ryan that's going to be 245 really twitchy and just a guy that you want to rush off the edge. So that's yeah. why I'm going with Justin Hill. I have I like no clue if the Notre Dame coaching staff looks at him that way, no clue. That's yeah. that's how I'm going with it just for the sake of having a little bit of fun here. Well, when I talked to Justin, I, th- I think they kind of left it open-ended as far as like positionally. They think I could do a lot of things. And usually that means like, yeah, you might be a different spot eventually type of thing. But um, another guy that I would just shout out, Brian, you know, on top of Jerquez Carter is Landon Rink out of the state of Texas, I think. Yeah. as a He plays strong side end now, but he's going to be that three-tech penetration style player. Interesting football player, to say the least. And that's kind of how I viewed Christopher Burgess in my yeah. in my breakdown. Linebackers hard for an opposite reason, Ryan, and that's because there's so many good linebackers on the board that like Notre Dame a lot. So I'm going to give you my dream class, and then I'm going to tell you about seven guys that if they can just get three from that seven, I'm ecstatic, right? So here's my dream class. I'm going Christian Jones, Noah McHale, and uh, well, actually three of these four is my dream class. So okay. you got to get me three of Christian Jones, Noah McHale, Anthony Saka, and Nathaniel Owusu-Boateng. You got to get me three of those four. Yeah. And then on top of that, give me Gavin Nix as someone that I'm keeping an eye on that I don't know how much of a shot they have, but he's really good and and a guy to at least keep an eye on. Yeah. Uh, Landon McComer is another one that I think is a legitimate. They could get him. He's very athletic. 
And then my seventh guy that I'm actually keeping an eye on is a potential maybe Mike down the road. Uh, if you have some, some you know, depending on how, Brett Clatterball is another kid I like quite a bit. So yeah. give me three of that that group, and I'm and especially if there's two of the first four, and I'm I'm pretty happy, pretty happy with that offense or with that linebacker class. There's, and Ryan, I I didn't even t- mention like Madden Ferriamo because I don't know how realistic he is. I didn't mention yeah. Elijah Barnes. I didn't mention Keelan Moses, Riley Pettijohn, Ethan Pritchard, Kelvion Riggins, Abdul Sanders, Carlton Smith, Nasir Wyatt. Anthony, this is a loaded, loaded linebacker class, and Notre Dame has offered a, a million of them. I mean, it's yep. it's nuts how many they've offered. I don't know how many they have a shot with, but I'll say this. If you don't get Noah McHale in this class, we are going to have serious problems because when a kid like him who fits Notre Dame as well as he does and calls Notre Dame his dream school, I'm sorry, you've got to get him. There, there, there's no question you got to get that kid. Um, you know, and, and Nathaniel Usu Botang, I don't put into the typical younger brother category because I don't yeah. know that they um are your typical brother situation like the Aquaras, or they kind of grew up in the same home their entire lives. I don't I don't know if it's like that. Yeah. So uh, there, the, that's a little bit of an interesting situation, but uh, I don't think the IMG thing is going to make it. If IMG won't be the reason he doesn't pick Notre Dame, it'll just be because he thinks another school is better. So agreed, um, agreed. Yeah. So that that's my group, Ryan. It's a loaded linebacker class, and you've got it. You've got to get guys from that list. You have to. Absolutely. The great, the great thing about the list too, Brian, is that there's a few guys that again, like you mentioned, Justin Hill is like a potential viper down the line. Mm-hmm. I, I would even say like Christian Jones could be a viper. I think eventually. Potentially, yeah. I I, although I love him, a Mike. I, I do too. Like I if really, you had I him, a Mike, and Noah McHale at will with either yeah. Anthony Saka or Nathaniel Wusu Botang at Rover. Yeah. Man, oh and, boy, and that would probably be my top four if. I mean, I, if you don't get a Wusu Botang or an Anthony Saka, let's say, because, I mean, Anthony Saka is a kid that I just feel a like Notre Dame needs to get. Like, they just need to get he him. He is a dude. But yes. I would also, and I know you mentioned him, but I would also be very interested in Landon McComber yeah. as, as a Nevada yeah. rover type that eventually might be a will, you know, or Anthony Saka might be the will. Either way, I think that he brings a lot of speed and athleticism on the second level. He yeah. can play in space. He can blitz. I I think those kids, you could be kind of like movable chess pieces on the yeah, second level. Because I think Wusu Botang could play Will. He's, he he's thicker than Jeremiah 100%. was, much thicker coming out of high school. I mean, he's thicker now as a sophomore than Jeremiah was as a senior in high school, like easily. Oh, yeah. So, he's like 210 right now. Yeah, so, he could yeah, move inside. Yeah. He's not a pure rover just because his brother was. He could easily move inside as well. So you could actually have Saka and, and Wusu Botang in the class together. You know, it was wild seeing him at the math last year was like one rep he'd be at Mike middle linebacker, the next rep he'd be at overhang, the next rep he'd yeah. be at defensive end. I'm just like, that's stupid, yeah. man. Jeremiah was dumb. that way too. They'd have him at free safety one play, Mike the yeah. next, rushing off the edge the next. It was wild. I, I mean, they, there's a bunch of guys on the board like that. I mean, dude, if anybody wants fun, just go watch Anthony Sacka's highlight tape of him playing single high free safety and then playing yep. like inside linebacker and rover. Yep. Like, just nuts, man. Absolutely yep. nuts. Going to cheat a little bit too, Ryan, in the secondary. So we're going to go two yeah. true safeties, two true corners, and then a fifth guy that can do a little bit of everything. And I think you know who okay. I'm going with that one. Yeah. So it's safety. I'm going with Kendall Daniels. 
I okay. love Kendall Daniels and Jordan Young. That's my dream class, right? Okay. Dream. Now I love Trey Harrison. I love Trey McNutt. I love Remington Moss. Has, has got some talent. Ivan Taylor's got some talent. I think that uh, there. Ethan Long's a, a really low, like right now, still building up his body, but a really smooth, fluid athlete that can really run. He's a good football player. But if we're talking dream class, those are my two. That those are my okay. two. At cornerback, it's Dallas Golden and Cree Thomas. Those are my two okay. kind of dream classes of corner. And then um, the fifth guy that can do a little bit of everything is Dorian Brew. Now, there's some other corners. I, I love Chuck McDonald. I, I love Mark Zachary. Or I, I don't like I, I like Mark Zachary. There's some, you know, yeah. Tariq Hoyer's Hayer's a really talented player. This is a really good corner class so far, from what I've seen. There's Jet White, Devin Williams. Oh, I mean, I can't even believe I'm not even putting Devin Williams in there, who, <laughs> who I absolutely love. But, um, you give me you, you need to land one of those guys right at corner. Yep. Now my I, I picked my two Cree Thomas. I just love that bigger corner. Dallas Golden I think is really good, but Dallas is a guy that could do a lot of different things as well. And then Dorian Brew yep. right now is my number one DB on the board. I just don't know where I want to place him yet. That's why I'm kind sure. of doing an asterisk there, Ryan. I don't know if he's going to stay at corner, be a safety. I, that kid could move to receiver and be a dude. Yeah, like he is big okay. time. So uh, that's that's what I'm cheating a little bit. So that's. That's gonna so that gets us up to twenty four with this cheat, and then the cheat that we had for receiver to add a fourth. Okay. So that gets us up to twenty four. So that that's my group, Brian. But honestly, at corner, I mean, I went with Golden and Cree. But if they got Devin Williams, I'd be thrilled. You know, well, if they I'm got s- Chuck McDonald, I'd be thrilled. Yeah. You know, well, Mark Zachary's a really good player. Uh, you yeah, know, it's a really good corner class. Well, I was going to say for corner for me, it would be Creed Thomas, Dorian Brew, and I would take Devin Williams because I think Devin Williams has that inside out versatility, yeah. right? Like, could, couldn't you imagine him as a, as a nickel on the next oh, level? Like, yeah. I like, absolutely could. Like, doing what Tariq Bracey did and just being yep. a lockdown. Like, yes. you're, if you want your slot to catch any passes today, you better put him somewhere else. Yep. I mean, I could see Devin you, being that, absolutely. You could be like a, you could end up being like a matchup, like nightmare too, because I mean, if, you play a team where, let's say, they like a little bit of a smaller outside receiver. I could just be like, "All right, Devin, you're playing outside here, and then Cree, you're going to play a little bit more in the slot this week." Like, okay, you know, have fun with that. Safeties, you mentioned one. Jordan Young's my top guy on the board, just in general. I, I mean, I think that, that kid has special, special ability playing free safety. I mean, he can move all over the place. And my second one would actually be my Tai Tagaioa out of. Uh, Nevada, who is six foot four, 190 pounds, he could eventually be a rover. That's what I, I was going to ask you, Ryan. Well. He could yeah, eventually be that. Yeah. yeah, I see him because not even just his body type, but the way he plays. That kid loves coming downhill. Like, <laughs> sure that's a kid does. I almost look like you're doing him a disservice in his soul if you don't have him on the second level closer to the ball. That kid yeah. just loves being around the football. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, li- I like the ability that he has to be able to be like a movable chess piece as well. There's a lot of guys in this team where I'm just like on this list where I'm just like that guy. I don't know exactly how you would like you could label them a couple different things right now, but yeah. in the end, he's a football player. <laughs> like that's just kind of and but Ryan. This is the yeah. issue that we have with the 25. I won't say issue. It's a great issue to have. Yeah. But the issue that I have with this a dream class for 2025 is because there's just too many guys I don't want to leave off. You know, like I confidently said Cree Thomas and, and Dallas Golden. Then I'm starting having like immediate buyer's remorse, yes. you know, because they're thinking about like Devin Williams and Chuck McDonald and, you know, Tariq Hoyer and Kevin Humes who can absolutely fly. And, 
you know, and the, the, just like, okay, wow, I, man, I really like Kendall Daniels and Ivan Taylor or Jordan Young, but then I'm like, man, but I like Ivan Taylor and I like Remington Moss and I like Trey McNutt and I like Ethan Long, I like Trey Harrison. Same thing, a linebacker, and it's just there's so many good receivers. Like I like receiver. I didn't even want to pick Derek Meadows over others because. I, my opinion of who I like more changes depending on whose film I'm watched most recently. I mean, that's how close they all are, right? Like if I watched Mark, you know, uh, Cooper Perry's film most recently, I'd probably go with Cooper Perry. If I like Mark watched Quincy Porter's, I'd go there. And it just speaks volumes about what you and I have talked about how deep this class is, because there's a lot of guys they haven't offered yet that I'm like, man, I'd offer that kid. That kid's really good. Like the 25 class nationally is just absolutely loaded. And I would even argue, here's the wild thing. I would argue that receiver right now appears to be one of the not at the top like it normally is in 25 so far. And it's outstanding. I mean, it it is a loaded position. It is a loaded group, and there's really no position group that I look at. Like I looked at linebacker last year pretty early on and was like, I don't love the linebacker class pretty early on offensive line class you and i've been talking for over a year about hey this 24 offensive line class is not going to be great i don't have a group that i've looked at ryan and i'm just talking about just looking mostly at the notre dame kids that they've offered not even diving into necessarily some of the other the other kids that they haven't offered so uh it is it is a really loaded class and that's it just plays into why if i'm notre dame i'm not reaching to get a third receiver if i don't get a dude or a high upside kid I'm not taking a third receiver. I'm not, I'll take four next year. If I'm not, if I can't get a second tight, if I can't get Carter Nelson, okay, fine. Move on to next year. You know, if you can't get Gearby Lambert at offensive tackle, I think that they will. I'm just making a point. I'm not taking a fourth offensive lineman. I'm going to take a fifth guy next year and just on and on. Like I'm not taking a fifth, you know, raw, hopefully he can pan out at defensive line guy in this class. I'm just waiting until next year. Linebacker the same way. If somebody, I think one of the questions that we had in the chat, Ryan, is, I'll see if I can find it here because I think it was it was pretty early in the class or early in the chat, but somebody asked, here it is right here. He said, how many linebackers do you take in 25 if we missed on Kingston, Viliyama, uh, Asa, and Shaw uh, from Coleman Smith? And my my response to that is, your head's completely in the right place right now with this question because my first thought is if you don't get Shaw or Kingston, A, I just keep recruiting Kingston, just just keep recruiting him, and then B is, okay, fine, move on to next year, take a fourth guy next year because it's so good a linebacker next year. Like your fourth best linebacker next year is going to be better than anybody else you're going to get a linebacker as the number three guy in this class. Unless you can, again, flip a Kingston, flip an Aaron Childs, flip a top guy. That's all I would do. I would try to flip the best guys. And if I can't, I'd move it to 25. And I feel that way at, like, every position. And, uh, you know, it just speaks volumes about how good this 25 class is so far. It really is. I mean, linebacker was probably the toughest one I had because I think the great part, too, for the Notre Dame staff in 2025 and just a college in general is that a lot of these guys are very versatile players, right? Like they can, I mean, there's several guys in this list. I'm like, he might be a Will. He might be a Mike. He might be a Rover. He might be a Will. There's very few. Cause I feel like we hit on this in 2024 a lot, Brian, but there were a couple of players where I'm like, that is a Mike only. Like he can't do anything else. He has to play Mike only spot that he can play. And 2025, there's very few guys where I'm like, he can only play one spot at linebacker. Like there are a lot of versatility, which also helps to fill out that class.
I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.